Jessica Tandy and Hume Cronin in The Marriage. The sponsors of this program offer no endorsement of the opinions, philosophy, stubbornness, or confusion of the persons represented therein. However, with the conviction that marriage remains the most popular domestic arrangement between friendly people, NBC takes pleasure in presenting by transcription one of the most distinguished couples in the American theater, Jessica Tandy and Hume Cronin as Liz and Ben Marriott in the new dramatic series, The Marriage. Making a moral decision is something like riding a bicycle. You may not do it for years, but once you learn, you never forget. Of course, when you first start, you'll wobble from side to side, probably fall a few times, and it's often pretty painful. Somebody else can hold the bicycle and run along beside you, but you've got to learn how to balance for yourself. Uh, this thought just didn't come to me. I've been working it out for weeks. When I get it polished, I'll spring it on Liz as extemporaneous whip, and I won't fool her a bit. The reason it came up was Emily. It started a few weeks ago after dinner. Emily, aren't you going to start your homework? I have to finish this first, Mom. What are you doing, dear? I'm knitting. Knitting what? I got a sock. Oh, that's nice. I made a little mistake. I turned the heel twice. You did? Let me see them. Emily, won't these be a little big for you? Oh, well, they're not for me. Um, they're for boys. What boy? I don't know. Any boy with two heels on each foot. <laughs> Could you straighten them out, Mommy? I've got to finish them by tomorrow morning. Oh, this will take hours, Emily. I know, but I've just got to finish. Or I get scragged. Scragged? Well, you know, scragged. Sounds painful. It is. Um, they use ping pong paddles. Well, naturally. What else would you use for scragging? Emily, you've got the yarn tied in knots. Mm -hmm. What is this, Emily? Who are the socks for? Uh, Margie Pastor's boyfriend. Well, then, why doesn't Margie Pastor knit them? Because I'm her varlet. Oh. Oh. Emily, what is a varlet? Uh, well, we all are. Ellie Meyer and, and James. Uh, shouldn't these red lines be crossing at right angles, dear? Uh, give me the instructions. Here, Mom. Well, it's worse than geometry. Emily, what does a varlet do? Everything. Shine shoes, do homework, give home permanence, sew hem. Let me put it this way. Why? Oh, if you don't, you get scragged. With ping pong paddles? That's right. Emily, is there some higher goal to this, or is it just mortification of the flesh? Oh, no. It's, um, it's Omega Chi. Omega Chi? A sorority. I thought they were illegal in high school. Well, they are. Otherwise, it wouldn't be so much fun. You've joined? Oh, no, I'm pledged. You have to be a varlet for two weeks before you're initiated. Why do you want to be in this sorority, dear? Oh, well, only the most important girls are asked. And, and Ellie is, and, and she's my best friend. And, and they give a leap year dance at a big hotel. And, and you ask a boy, and if you're not a member, you can't go. And somebody else can ask the boy. Mm -hmm. You see? I think so. Is there some member who has designs on your choice? Yes, Margie. Uh-huh. That's why I've got to be so careful. If I don't do everything just right, she'll thumb me down. What do they use for that? Baseball bats? Oh, no, that means you're thrown out. 
How are the socks coming, Mom? I think I turned the heel again. If I don't finish the socks, how am I ever going to start on the skirt? What skirt? Margie's skirt. I've got to hem it in circular. Four yards around. Now, now, wait a minute, Emily. You've got French math and biology homework. You've got to do that. I'll be squagged. There are some things which are more important. Now, you go and do your homework right now. Staying up all night, sewing somebody else's skirt is ridiculous. What time is it, Liz? Um, quarter of two. How are you coming? Halfway around the skirt. Ow! Why don't you use a thimble? Gets in the way. How are the socks? Sort of like Argyle feed bags. When I'm through, I'll wash them in hot water and dry them in the oven. That'll get them down to size. I never saw a skirt this big. Margie will look like the center pole in a circus tent. Emily, finish her homework? At midnight. Do you realize that the kid would have had to stay up all night? I suppose we should have left her. Maybe. I just don't like the idea of her being paddled. Hmm. Matter of fact, I don't like the whole idea of Omega Chi. Neither do I. Liz? I've got about four inches left over here. What do I do? Oh, sneak it in in little tucks. You know, Ben, I think the sorority violates the school regulations. Not to mention the 13th Amendment to the Constitution. If this isn't involuntary servitude, I don't know what is. My left thumb is a bloody mess. Well, here are the socks finished. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Ben, I hope Emily doesn't know any boy these might fit. <laughs> Pledge week for Omega Chi ran on and on. Emily seemed to spend most of her time running errands and collecting unusual items. Once I found her making 12 copies of her algebra homework, so I confiscated them. A few days later, a boy, Bobby Logan, called up and left a message with me that he was coming over to talk to her. Emily paled. Daddy, that's awful. Tell him I'm not home. I thought you liked him. Well, I do, but I can't talk to him. This isn't more Omega Chi. It's the vow. The vow? You're not allowed to talk to any boys in Pledge Week. You can't even tell them why. Daddy, there he is. Hmm, this ought to be an interesting interview. Well, I do. You could, uh, you could draw pictures or act out charades. You know, first words, second syllable. Oh, Daddy, answer the door. Yeah, maybe you could play double solitaire. Hey, Bobby. Huh? Where are you going? Over here. Oh, oh, hello, Mr. Marriott. I thought nobody was home. You're almost right. Come on in. I came to see Emily. That's what you said on the phone. Oh. Oh, oh, I did, didn't I? Come on in. Sit down. Oh, thank you. I'd like to. Tired? No, no. Blisters. Too much basketball? No, somebody gave me some hand-knit argyle socks. Don't they fit? Oh, they fit. They fit. Well, that's good. They're a little lumpy. Emily, here's Bobby. Oh, hello, Emily. Well, kids, I got some work in the other room. Daddy, you've got to stay. Uh, the vow. Well, is it all right with you, Bobby? Oh, oh yes. Emily, would you mind if I took off my shoes? Uh, Daddy, tell him, of course not. Of course not. And my socks. It's all right, Bobby. Go ahead. Undress. Lumpy Argyle. Oh, Ooh. thank you. Well, that could happen to any of us. Emily, are you mad at me or something? You wouldn't even talk to me in the hallway where we used to... Uh, Mr. Marriott, if you've got work to do, I could come back later. Oh, no. I'm afraid I'm indispensable. 
Oh. Uh, Daddy, don't you think a person ought to wait before making a big decision? I mean, before accepting an important invitation? Play it on the first bounce, Bobby. Doesn't mean a thing to me. Well, she was talking to you. Only pro forma. Oh. Oh, I don't take Latin. I mean, Daddy, just because someone might have a very good reason for not talking to someone, well, that someone shouldn't necessarily think the other person doesn't want to talk to them. Bobby, uh, would you like me to take notes and prepare you a rough draft? Well, maybe you'd better, Mr. Marriott. Emily, I just came over to say... To say... Look, I don't want to keep your father from his work. Maybe I'd better take my shoes and go. Now, look, this is ridiculous. Emily, for heaven's sakes, talk to the boy. Daddy, I just can't. Well, goodbye, Mr. Marriott. It was a pleasure talking to someone. Goodbye, Bobby. Goodbye, Emily. I hope you're not mad at me. Oh, Bobby. Yes? Here. You left a sock. Evidently, the nadir of Pledge Week was a pajama party at which the final separation of sheep from goats occurred. To our horror, Emily informed us that we were to be honored by the choice of our house for that occasion. Liz and I sat exiled in the kitchen as the members of the inner circle of Omega Chi arrived with overnight bags. There's another one. Open the door a crack. This one has ping-pong paddles. The children won't actually hurt each other, will they? I hope not. I don't want the neighbors to hear screams. Oh, I'll just explain to them that you were at the vanilla extract again. Oh, thank you, dear. <clears throat> Hello, Mrs. Marriott. Mr. Marriott. Hi. Hello, Ellie. Oh, what lovely pajamas. You think it's all right that I didn't put on a robe? The flannel. Well, you look fine, dear. Emily said there was root beer in the icebox. I get it, dear. How many are there? Only 12. The violets aren't allowed to have any. Well, if you want one, Ellie, you come out here and I'll fix you up. Oh, thanks, Mrs. Marriott. Can you manage the tray? Yeah, I've got it. Thank you. The one comfort I have is that other people's daughters are just as idiotic. Excuse me, Mommy. I've got to get the stuff. Well, of course, dear. What have you got there? Oh, spaghetti, field grapes, cold lamb fat, and a piece of raw liver. Aren't those rather bizarre refreshments, dear? Oh, they're not refreshments. That's part of the ceremony. Huh? Oh, don't worry, Mommy. Everything's all right. Raw liver. I imagine it's the feeling. <laughs> Guess that's the idea. What do you suppose that was? The cold spaghetti or peeled grapes? Through the evening, strange sounds drifted from Emily's bedroom across the insulating space of the living room to our retreat in the kitchen. There were cold spaghetti squeals, peeled grape squawks, and one strangling gasp, which we identified somehow or other with a cold lamb fat. About 10.30, there had been quiet for some time. I had my work spread out in the kitchen table, and Liz was sewing buttons. Ben, do you hear something? No. They must have exhausted the possibilities. They're not in Emily's room, in the living room. Huh? Well, it sounds to me like... I'd better look. Where are you going? <laughs> Ellie? Ellie, what's the matter? Hello, Mrs. Mary. Well, what's the matter, dear? Nothing. Well, you're all dressed. I'm going home. But aren't you staying over with the rest of the girls? No. No, I'm not. Good night, Mrs. Marriott, Mr. Marriott. No, just, just a minute, dear. Something's wrong, isn't it? 
I was coming down. She was what? You mean you're not joining Omega Kai? I was coming down. I went through it all. I did everything they said, really. Who told you this? Margie. But it wasn't her especially. They took a secret ballot. Liz, I've got to get Emily out here and ask her... Ben, uh, wait. Why did you get um, your thumb down, Ellie? My clothes are never right. My hair always looks so... Well, you know. They told you that? No. They're very considerate. But I know. I shouldn't have tried to get in. I should have known I couldn't be like them. Oh, Ellie, there now, darling. Oh, I tell my mother. She bought me a new dress for the Amiga dancer. I begged her and begged her now. Well, you can use the dress, dear. Mom was going to buy a winter coat. And the dress is altered, so we can't return it. Oh, I could die. I could just die. Ellen, Ellen, what, what did Emily do while all this was going on? Very sorry. I, I could tell she was crying. She's still in there? She's lucky, isn't she? Oh, I don't know. Liz, I'm going to go ben, in there. Ben. They've got no right to behave. Ben, you I... take Ellie home now. Oh, oh, of course. Oh, that's all right, Mr. Marion. I, I don't want to trouble you. It's no trouble, Ellie. Come on, we'll stop and get a hot chocolate. Come on, dear. I suppose it was Liz's idea that I needed a cooling-off period before I barged in on the little monsters of Omega Chi. I got back home a little cooler. Liz had Emily out in the kitchen. Mom, there just wasn't anything I could do. It was a secret ballot of members only. Listen, Emily. I just took Ellie home. I had a talk with her mother and father. I was trying to explain. I, I didn't know what to say. I know, Daddy. When they told Ellie. Well, what did you do? Nothing. Did you say anything? Well, it was all over. And you were safely chosen. Oh, Emily. Well, it wouldn't have helped Ellie for me to say anything. Well, why did they do that? I don't know. I guess she was different. Emily, I, I, I can't understand. Do you want to stay with a group like that? Daddy, I... They were awful to Ellie. I know it wasn't fair at all, but what could I do? I wasn't even a full member. Well, you could have walked out with Ellie. Daddy, I wanted to. I really did. But then I would have been out, too. And if it's dancing, Margie would have asked Bobby. She's a senior. So much prettier than I am. And I would have been all alone again, Sammy. Well, it was all done anyway. I'm sorry. Oh, Daddy, you don't understand. Look, now, look, Emily, we won't forbid you to join this, this, to join it. We've never done things that way. I know, Daddy. Up to now, we've been helping you with it, cooperating, but that's over. Daddy, I... Your father's right, Emily. We don't believe in this kind of thing. You know that. Not in our house. After tonight, there will be no more Omega Chi activities here. You understand? Yes. All right. If you think you want to go back to your party. Good night, Daddy. Good night. Good night, Emily. 
I was disappointed in Emily. She dragged her feet across the living room, and I could hear the bedroom door close behind her. Two days later, just before dinner, Bobby Logan showed up. Oh, hello, Mr. Marriott. Hi. Emily isn't home, Bobby. Oh, yes, I know. Oh? She's at Margie Pastor's house. Oh. Your blisters better? Oh, yeah. I washed the socks. They come out all right? They didn't shrink at all. Well, that's good. The color ran. You did? We have argyle sheets. Oh, how quaint. Well, Bobby? Well, are, are you working again, Mr. Marriott? I could go away. No, no, no. Sit down. Uh, I suppose you came for something. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Yes, I wanted to ask you about Emily. Is she sick? No. Not that I know of. I wondered. Mr. Marriott, she's been awfully funny for two weeks. I know that business of not talking to me was mixed up with that sorority initiation, but that isn't all. Yesterday, somebody told me she started crying in French class. She did? They were doing irregular verbs. Do you think that accounts for it? Oh, no. Irregular verbs are hard, but not that hard. What do you think it is? Oh, I don't know. She started to tell me something at school, but one of the girls came around the corner, so she stopped. Oh. I suppose she has something on her mind. She never used to. I mean, she didn't seem to think about anything. Oh, I, 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 I don't mean she didn't think. She was always thinking, but I... I, I well, you know. I think I know what you mean. One of the guys was kidding me about it. Joey Fletcher. Oh? He's on the soccer team. Uh-huh. They wanted me to play soccer, but my head was too soft. It was? Well, you know, you have to hit the ball with your head. I got headaches. Oh, I can understand that. He said, what kind of a girl cries in French class? Uh, uh, Joey Fletcher. I know, the soccer player. Uh, Bobby... I'm afraid Emily has the problem of all youth today. She's delinquent? No. No, no, not that I know of. I don't either. Uh, Bobby, it takes a certain amount of courage to stand up alone against a crowd. Oh. I'm afraid that women, I include Emily in that category. Oh, yes. Well, women, oh, it's no use. I could never think of clever things to say about women. Uh, I heard one. A woman is only a woman. But a good cigar is a smoke. Oh. I don't understand it. You don't? I don't smoke. Oh, well, that explains... Excuse me, Bobby. Hello? Yes, this is Mr. Marriott. Emily? You're where? What? I'll be right there. Is anything wrong, Mr. Marriott? I don't know. Emily's at the police station, under custody. They said to bring a blanket. I'm sorry, Daddy. Emily, what is this all about? It was part of the initiation. We had to get arrested. Now, listen, Emily, this whole thing has gone far enough. I'm... I'm... I know. What? I was going to tell you, Daddy. I resigned in the police station. You did? I suddenly thought, isn't it silly to be sitting in the basement of a police station in my bathing suit? Well, it is unusual. I, I was thinking about Ellie. I tried to talk to her in school, but I couldn't. I was just so ashamed. Uh-huh. I mean, she was always my best friend, really. She's much smarter than I am, she can draw awfully well. They said her clothes were raggedy. I suppose they were, but that isn't Ellie's fault. They just don't have the money, but that shouldn't make any difference. No, 
No, it shouldn't. Daddy, those girls are awful. The only fun they get out of being in is... isn't keeping somebody else out. I think you're right. Daddy, I knew I shouldn't stay, even before Ellie was some down. I kept saying it wouldn't help Ellie for me to get out, but that wasn't true. I guess I really wanted to stay because of the dance. Bobby... He'll go with Margie Pastor. He's at our house now. He is? Well, I guess I've got to tell him now. Daddy, I know what I've got to do. But I wish I didn't have to tell Bobby. Emily got into her robe while I briefed Liz in the bedroom. She went in to face her own valley of decision. Bobby? Oh, hello, Emily. Are you are you in trouble with the police? Uh, no. I guess I better explain about the last few weeks. Oh, I know. You were pledging Omega Kai. Uh-huh. Bobby, um, about the Omega dance. I wanted to ask you to go. You did? Margie Pastor asked me last week. Oh. Sure, you'll have a very good time with Margie. Oh, no. No, I'm not going. Oh, Bobby. It isn't because of you. It isn't? I wouldn't have gone with you either. Oh. Emily, I it's not that I wouldn't like to go out with you, but well, I don't like to think that you well, that you do that sort of thing. I mean, I talked to Ellie. I was hoping you'd change your mind. Oh, Emily. I hope you don't mind my saying that. <laughs> no. I mean, well, I didn't think you were that kind of girl. Bobby, I'm not. I'm not. You aren't? I resigned. I thought you'd go with Margie. Oh, no. Oh. She scares me. You don't scare me, Emily. I don't? Bobby, that's sweet of you. Uh, are you doing anything Saturday night, two weeks from now? Well, that's the night of the dance. I wondered, if you're not busy, would you like to go to the movies? extend an invitation on behalf of our stars, Jessica Tandy and Hume Cronin, as well as the National Broadcasting Company, to all of you to drop by next week at this time for another half-hour observation and transcription of The Marriage, written by Ernest Canoy. Denise Alexander was heard as Emily Marriott, Joan Laser as Ellie, and William Redfield was heard as Bobby Logan. The Marriage is an NBC Radio Network production directed by Edward King. This is Bob Deppin speaking.
Tomorrow, enjoy the gala voice of Firestone Anniversary Show on the NBC Radio Network.